Are you carrying too much baggage? You may actually be carrying too much baggage. This baggage you carry around might be keeping you stuck. It might be preventing you from making the shift to make a ton of money. In this episode, we're going to delve into the key different types of baggages that hold immigrants back from making a shit ton of money. This is going to be a good one, my friend. Welcome to the Immigrant to Millionaire podcast. This is where we study what the wealthiest and most successful people do. Why? Well, because success leaves clues. Not only do we study these successful people, we implement what we learn so that we create the life we want and deserve. My name is Joy Roland, your host. I'm an immigrant that implemented the knowledge I learned from great men and women and became a millionaire in three years of arriving in Canada. It's now my mission to share my knowledge with as many people as possible. Pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea. This is going to be fun. Well, hello, hello, my lovely friend. How are you? Welcome to episode 11 of the Immigrant to Millionaire podcast. I was out on a walk today and it was just so amazing. Uh, We are deep in the fall season here in Canada and there's so much beauty around. There are vibrant fall colors, the, the leaves are falling and it's just so beautiful to see. But as I was outside walking, I noticed something. Um, uh, most of the trees are shedding their leaves, right? And they are becoming empty. No leaves on them at all. And there are some few ones that have all of their leaves. They're all very green and they're not shedding any of their leaves at all. And so as I looked and it just came to me and I'm like, so imagine the tree that has shed all its leaves comparing itself to the tree that doesn't shed you know it made me think of we humans how we tend to compare ourselves to others on social media and that comparison um, doesn't serve us right so the tree that is losing its leaves is doing it for a reason right it's doing it to conserve energy so that it can go through the winter season and it's just a different species of, of a tree compared to the one which is green all year round. So I just thought to share that with you um, and to encourage you to just be yourself. <laughs> Don't compare yourself with anyone because you are unique the way you are and nobody can be you. So be proud to be yourself. Okay, so that's enough of the intro. Let's dive into today. Today we're going to be talking about baggage and why that baggage might be holding you back. But before we dive in, I want to read one review for this podcast, reading by uh, Kai Day, I hope I'm pronouncing your name properly, Kai Day G, and the title of her podcast is Great Info for Bringing in Income. And she says, I was searching through ways to get more income and increase my profits. I stumbled upon this podcast and information and instructions have been fabulous for helping me with increasing my monthly revenue. Although I'm not an immigrant, 
worth listening for tips and tricks and resources. Wow. Thank you so much, Katie. This means a lot to me that you took time out of your busy day to go write me a review. I am so glad that non-immigrants find the information I share so valuable. Thank you so much from the depth of my heart. Uh, So my friend, if you haven't left me a written review yet, please head on over to Apple Podcast and write a review for this show. Every week, I will feature one review so that I can personally thank you. Okay, let's dive into today's episode, owning your shit so that you can finally get rich. I I normally don't swear, but I felt like it's so appropriate in this one. Like you, you gotta own your shit. Now, I want you to know that my chat with you today is from a place of deep love. Uh, you may not have met me, we may not have met in person, but I want you to know I love you. Just for being here, I love you. And I've done the work on myself around the topic I'm about to share with you. And I've discovered that this work I've done around this topic was the actual secret to setting me free to pursue and achieve wealth. So please keep that in mind as you listen. So as an immigrant, either first or second generation immigrant, my question to you is this, do you deserve to be here? Yes, do you deserve to be here? When I say here, I mean in developed countries, first world countries. Well, I call them first world. Maybe that's not the politically correct way to say it, but I'm referring to Canada, the UK, the US, Australia, New Zealand, those five countries. Do you think you deserve to be here? I ask these questions because many immigrants present as though they don't deserve to be here, right? Like the way they carry themselves, the way they come across in the world they present as if they don't deserve to be here. And that comes from a place of trauma. This trauma is what is holding you back. Now, I've divided this trauma into three key categories based on my own personal experience. And I'm going to walk you through these three categories. And as I walk you through, I want you to start thinking of how this um, maybe affecting you and how you can begin to change things so that you become rich finally. The first one is childhood trauma. So childhood trauma, this is a big one because you you hear a lot of people talk about it. And um, a number of people have had some childhood trauma that has not been addressed. So um, for example, in my case, I was sexually abused by um, very close family members, uh, four four different men right um one i think i was as young as four or five right and i carried the heaviness of having to deal with um that type of sexual abuse so heavily in my heart for many many years and i had so much anger right <laughs> so much anger to the point that I felt like I could go stab them, right? And just kill them because of the pain. And I kept questioning, why me? Why did you think um, I was so powerless of a child 
that you you thought you could do this and get away with it. So I carried that anger for so long. And um, even as an adult, I decided to, I think this was maybe about four or five years ago, I decided to uh, tell my mom about it, of one specific one, which was uh, my mother's brother, right? And I, I told her about it with the thought that she was going to confront him, right? And ask him for an explanation. But surprisingly, she didn't mention a word. And that kind of re-traumatized me because I was expecting her to stand up for me and to be angry, right? So so that's one type of trauma. And I think childhood trauma um, holds a lot of people back. So that's number one. Uh, the second type of trauma is poverty trauma. So I call this poverty trauma because this one was very heavy for me. So this one is... Um, what you've seen your parents do with money, right? Uh, what happened in your childhood? How did your parent talk about money? How did they relate with money? Now, my dad, well, we were very, very poor. I grew up in abject poverty in, um, in Islam. I grew up in Islam in Lagos, in Nigeria. And we were so poor that my daddy would borrow. He had a business of fixing um, television sets. But when people would pay him, maybe he would buy like some parts and he, he maybe the parts were bad or something and he couldn't fix it. And the people would come to ask for their money back and he wouldn't have the money to give them back. And I remember three different occasions, uh, three different people had to lock him up in a police uh, cell, right? And I think we were five I was five or six at the time and we would go visit my dad at the police station where he would be locked up until my mom could raise the money to pay uh, his creditors right so that experience for me is huge trauma um one other thing my dad did that was so upset as well was he would make me go borrow food stuff so um like plain rice, we would go. You would ask me to go, um, go to the store just opposite our house. Like, you know how people sell uh, stuff in the stall, and he would go ask me to ask for two cups of rice, like raw rice. And each time the store owner saw me coming, he knew I was coming to borrow, right? So that experience of me as a child, like a child that's about eight or nine, exposing that child to that experience of borrowing food, right? I felt like my dad should have been man enough to go borrow the food, right? Instead of sending a child. You understand what I mean? So that was huge trauma for me. Another one was being asked to leave school because we didn't uh, pay school fees. So I remember my dad would always write in notes like I used to wonder, what's this note my daddy gives me? But it turns out to be him asking the principal for more time to come up with the school fees, right? Um, so that experience of being sent out of school was very traumatizing, right? Because all of my classmates will be in school and I will be sent back. Okay, so that's an example of uh, poverty trauma. Now, in order for you to make money, you have to reconcile all of the things you were thought as a child, 
right? Um, and you have to reconcile reconcile that with your desire to create wealth. So, um, for example, if you saw your dad or your parents struggle or they had bad thoughts or they speak so badly about rich people and now you all of a sudden are trying to get rich, can you see how that uh, might cause a conflict in your brain? So you have to give yourself the permission to have the desire to make more money, right? Like you have to give yourself the permission, first of all, to desire more money. And I give you that permission, my friend. I, I give you that permission to desire to make more money. And to actually do that, you need to reconcile your shit, right? Reconcile your thoughts, your like almost like subconscious thoughts like thoughts that you were fed as a child that maybe logically you don't think you think that anymore, but those thoughts are actually creating a paradigm for you. So uh, reconciling all of your thoughts like, oh, that's greedy. It's selfish to want more money. It's wrong. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, I should be happy with what I have. Those are sneaky, stinky thoughts that are keeping you stuck. And to reconcile that, you need to come up with what the benefits will be when you have more money. So I want you to ask yourself the question, what are the benefits of me making a ton of money? What are the benefits of me making a ton of money? I want you to answer that for yourself. Who will benefit from you being wealthy? Well, your family will benefit from your wealth. Your community will benefit from your wealth. Your church will benefit. You can give to the causes that you believe in. You could build schools in Africa. You could build wells in Africa so that thousands of people get access to clean drinking water and they'll stop dying from awful diseases. So as you can see, making more money is actually the least selfish thing you can do. Okay, so that's poverty trauma. Uh, the third one is generational trauma. So this one is huge, especially if you're an immigrant from um, any country that was colonized, right? So um, as descendants of slaves, you might carry mental slavery, right? You might not think this is having an impact on you today, but subconsciously, mental slavery is holding you back. The feeling of defeat, you feel unworthy. The feeling of not enoughness. You are not enough. You are not smart enough. You are not pretty enough. You are not eloquent enough. You are afraid, for example, to ask for a raise at work, right? Because deep down, you feel like you don't deserve the raise. You don't. You feel like you don't deserve more money, even when you are literally the best in your company. Now, when I think back. Um, Growing up, it was just the beginning of uh, secondary school. I must have been, like, I'm just taking a guess, in that 12 or 14 at the time. And my school um, took us on um, a road trip, right? Um, we, we used to call it excursion at the time, right? And it took us to um, a museum for slaves, call it the Slavery Museum in Badagri, Lagos. 
And that experience shook me to my core, <laughs> like shook me to my bones. Seeing the relics from the, the times when my ancestors were slaves, how my my ancestors were treated as slaves, like the, the chains and the shackles that were used to tie them up. I saw pictures of horrible things that happened that I couldn't just erase from my mind. Um, it made me cry, cry so much and have so much pain, have so much anger as to why um, my people had to go through what they did. You know, so um, that was one trauma I carried so heavily in my heart. Now, the other one was, um, I think about five years ago, I was in a mastermind with Les Brown. If you don't know uh, Les Brown, Les Brown is a motivational speaker. He lives in the U.S. And he talked about how his mom was a slave, right? His mom was a slave in the U.S. and where she used to go to work, she had to um, work for her master to clean the house. And um, throughout as she was working uh, through the house, the master would tell her that she needed to keep clapping, right? She needed to keep clapping her hands like this whenever she was working in the house, that this was how they knew she wasn't stealing anything, right? And when Les Brown told that story, he was sobbing on the stage, just relieving what his mom had to go through, right? So um, the pain is real, right? Look at what Judge Floyd had to go through and countless others um, all over the world um, having to deal with being black, right? So the pain is real. Now, when you do not process the pain and you let it fester, it kind of rules your life and it holds you back because you have this pain and anger that um, has to be expressed somehow and you just feel inferior because you feel like, why were my people treated this way? Now, I want to challenge you to consider breaking the chains, um, uh, to break the chains of uh, what these experiences may have cost for you. You have the power. You have the power to change your story. You have the power to rewrite your family's story, to change the course of history for your family and for your community. My question to you is this. Will you exercise that power? Will you rise up and take your place and occupy space? Because yes, you deserve to be here. Will you make history so that your children and your descendants to come will see you as proof of what's possible for them? Will you draw a line in the sand? There is a giant inside of you. Will you let that giant shine? The lion never hides. The lion roars. It's time to take your rightful place, my friend. I'll see you in the next episode. So, my friend, if this podcast encouraged, inspired, or taught you something new, please do me a huge favor by leaving me a review. Just go to Apple Podcasts 
find the show, go to the main page where you see a list of all of the episodes, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the list and write me a review. This will let me know that all of the hard work I've poured into making this podcast is worth something. I'd also love for you to share this with your friend who could use all of the free value I provide on this podcast. I'd be forever grateful. I believe in good karma and I know that when you do good things, good things will come back to you 10 times. And lastly, come on over to my Facebook community to get support as you build your empire. This is an exclusive group of high achieving and ambitious people actively working on getting wealthy. Find the link to the group in the show notes, my friend. I hope to see you back here soon. God bless you.